Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The Jason and Alexis podcast is brought to you by The Free House. As long as snow is on the ground, they'll have snow globes on the patio. Book this unique winter dining experience by the hour by calling The Free House. Full menu is available along with some unique winter cocktails and food items. Dawn, have you ever seen Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome? Are you kidding me? Of course I have. Well, if they had the patio domes that the free house has right now yeah tina turner would have been in a much better mood in that movie oh my gosh i think you're so right now this is a unique dining experience that they have at the free house all winter long that's right as long as there's snow on the ground you can rent these patio domes dawn and i we're not kidding this is so cool maybe you have a date maybe you have a unique I don't know, family event that you want to spice up, you can rent these patio domes by the hour. They're heated. You can get their full menu in the domes, and you can even get some special items as well. This would be a really cool date kind of thing, don't you think, Dawn? Oh, absolutely. Wait until at least the third date, and then you might get lucky. (laughs) Maybe the fourth. Maybe we can recommend this for the next second chance romance that goes awry. Yes. We'll say, hey, maybe you'll get along better at the Freehouse Patio Domes. Maybe. I don't know. You can book these again by the hour. And again, the full menu is available, plus some special items as well. For more information, call the Freehouse. Good morning. It's Friday, bitches. We all made it. We did. We made it another week. We did. You're listening to Jason Alexis in the morning here on My Talk 1071. I'm Bradley Trainer in for Jason. And uh, Dawn is here, Kenny is here, Rob is here. It's just two minutes after the hour, and mm-hmm. how are we feeling at the end of the day? Or oh. at the end of the day. <laughs> the end of, are we done? Bye! Bye, bitches! Dot and Steve are Bye, coming bitches. up next. <laughs> what did you say? Dot and Steve. Steve are coming up next. Yeah. Where are they? Oh, yeah, they should be in here by now. Well, I mean, I'm doing great. I'm having a good time. I've had half my cup of, cup of coffee. Well, let's see how good your cup of coffee is <laughs> in just a moment. This is, excuse me, a damn fine cup of coffee. coffee, coffee. So you said you're halfway through your cuff. My cuff coffee. of coffee is great. It's decaf uh, and it has a Splenda packet in it to take the bite away. You the know? bite of reality and the bite of um, the company the swill. You oh, know, right, right, right. Because yeah. it's not premium decaf. Yeah, it calms the ick. Yes. Yeah. 
My, uh, my coffee today is questionable, and actually I'm going to be placing a phone call later this morning to find out what happened. Oh my gosh. Because the gentleman who made the coffee this morning, it tastes like water. You're talking and we about did, you, Jamie. That's my partner, yeah. No, I don't have like a coffee a coffee servant. The gentleman. My man. It, you're going to go, excuse me, sir. Excuse me, sir. So Jeeves. He, you've talked about this before. He kind of likes watery coffee, doesn't he? I don't know what it is, but um, I did buy it because he wanted me to try out the Aldi's. Now I'm getting real deep. He wanted me to try out the Aldi's, and I kind of am resistant to the Aldi's because there's just not a lot of options at Aldi's, and I like to have options. Ah, I know, but they do have some good things. There are some things that yeah. are relatively, you know, it's it's economical, I it's will give great. you that. But like, so I was like, okay, fine, I'll, I'll try this coffee uh, you know, the Aldi coffee. Right. And I'm wondering if this is the Aldi coffee that he's broken into and we're onto that. Cause if it is, we're not buying coffee there. Sorry. Oh, I used to drink that. It's like the fair trade. I don't coffee. know which one I okay. got, honestly. Yeah. I'm sure that's what it is. Um, but whatever he did, I don't know if he added less mm. to the mix. I always throw in a couple extra scoops. That's probably what your issue is. Yeah. I should probably. How's anyway, everybody else? How many, yeah. Enough about my coffee. Rob, how's your green tea well, beverage? Well, if we're going to get a little more detailed into the conversation about this uh, and discovery. Yeah. So I recently discovered some lemongrass green tea at uh, Whole Foods. Oh, okay. And one of the things I like about it is that it comes in the paper tea bag. Because I had been drinking uh, a Peromi um, turmeric ginger tea, but it comes in that... God, that's so fancy. That plastic sachet or whatever oh, they call yeah, it. Yeah. And when you think about combining boiling hot water and plastic, that just it just can't good. be healthy for you. <laughs> yeah. and because I go out of my way to buy bottle, as you can see, bottled water in a oh, glass, yeah. you know, glass bottle. Look at you, yeah. Uh, so I don't drink water out of plastic bottles. Yeah. So, yeah, so I'm not doing the plastic tea bags. So how does the tea bag... styrofoam cup over here. Oh, no, uh, don't tell him. Okay. He can't see. <laughs> okay, should, so... Why don't you just bring in like I do... Like, I'm not saying, hey, you have to be like me, but look up all the styrofoam cups that this place goes through every day. Just True. bring a mug and wash it. There's a sink right there, Don. Come on. I'll oh wash it for you. He'll wash it for you. I'm not going to have anyone wash my own cup. <laughs> okay, then just I'll I buy you stuff. a mug then. I, I have so many mugs at home. I will yeah. do it. I'll bring one Please. in. I'll okay. bring in a okay. mug. I just, the extra step, since I'm usually running around so much to go yeah. wash out a mug is, and I don't want to be one of those people that leaves 4,000 mugs here. That has dirty. happened in our prep room yeah, occasionally, so thank you for not doing that. Yeah. Um, Kenny, before we get too deep uh, in... Uh, mine tastes like TGIF to me, and this is a mug that I've had for about 100 years, and I've never, ever washed. <laughs> ever. Okay, maybe I just won't wash it. Sometimes, yeah. Rob, sometimes Do you rinse I'll, it? Sometimes I'll use my... I'll, like, spit in it, pooey, and yeah. then use my shirt tail and wipe it out. <laughs> and he's on to be the grossest person on the show. Have you noticed? Yeah, well, I mean, I, I feel like he's made it very easy. <laughs> I think we started the week with beard hairs in his cottage. Jeez. Yeah, it's true. I still have that mental image <laughs> seared into my gray matter. But the ladies still love him. They well, do. that's debatable. They just, they're just not washing his dishes. <laughs> right, exactly. Uh, is the inside of your mug just black. jet black? Yeah. 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 Oh I, do, I do every once in a while when I think I should probably wash that. I think, 
Well, I'm putting a hot beverage in, right? That should be killing stuff. Oh, you'd think. Oh, good lord. And, and just to appease you, Don, I do wash the top twisty. This, oh, good. Yeah. That, this, this is where the crud yeah. would grow? Yeah, this part here. <laughs> well, sure. you're going to probably want to start doing that even more, and we're going to talk about it later in the show, but the, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> the coronavirus that's spreading throughout the world, we're, I think we're going to be uh, maybe... Um, Washing our hands a little bit more and washing our... How is it possible? Bits and pieces. This, There's there the Purell. It's behind the okay. screen here. I gotta have We've that. We've also got a bottle of 409 in here because uh-huh. Lori and Julie are germaphobes. Yeah. Um, okay, so can I tell you about something? Before we get to the really depressing news of you know China shutting down cities of 11 million people uh-huh. uh, because of this virus that's spreading around the world, something that's coming uh, to the Mall of America that I'm very excited okay, about. Okay, yes. Actually, two really exciting things in their food-related, so <laughs> I figured you guys would want a little bit of oh, free great. food Friday chat. Yeah. M&M's are coming to the Mall of America, and they're not just coming, uh, like, for, you know, like, here's my M&M store, buy all the M&M's. It's an experiential M&M store. They're going to make you an M&M and coat you in chocolate. Basically, you just fall into a vat of chocolate, (laughs) Willy Wonka style, and then they spray you with a hard shell. Perfect. No, not really. But what they are going to (laughs) do, there's going to be, like, a wall of tubes of different M&M's, colors, shapes, flavors, styles, you know, because we've got so many different M&M's now. Oh, wow. And then, get this, you're going to be able to, like, pick pick a mix, right? Mm -hmm. Pick your pack, so to speak. And then you'll be able to come up with uh, custom designs uh, on your own variety pack. Are you kidding me? Yeah, I think I read that right. Oh my so, gosh, this is awesome. Yeah, it says you'll be able to mix and match your own variety pack akin to the crayon and marker wall at the Crayola store. Yeah. Then a personalization station where your name or photo could be imprinted on your M&M's. A photo. It's too tiny. No, you can do dogs. We, um, For example, Jamie, one year for Father's Day, got me um, Wheezy M&M's, and they had her face on them. Oh, it's the most adorable thing God. ever. Oh, God. That's so cute. Yeah, so this is coming to the Mall of America, um, and I probably should have looked to see exactly when that's happening. Um, sorry about that. I just I don't love think the Mall of America. Sure. Can I just say that? I mean, what's I not mean, to love, I really man. do. I know it's a very kind of, if I'm not a local, that's kind of makes me a forever tourist to say that, but it is a really... I think so. I think we love our mall. Okay, it's a great place. What else is coming? Okay, so there, remember I said there were two things. Now, yes. there's a whole article in the Star Tribune about the M&M Experiential Store, which I got totally excited about and was reading at. And by the way, they also have one of these experiential stores in Orlando. Mm. Um, or no, they're actually going to open up one in Orlando on the grounds of the Walt Disney World Resort. Oh, I see. And they're apparently opening one of these in Berlin. So we get one of the f- fancy stores yeah, this is kind of nice That's that we nice. get something special. Um, but remember I said there was something else that got me really excited about uh, things that are coming to the Mall of America. Guy Fieri's Chicken Guy. Oh, Have you ever had Guy Fieri food? No, I've heard it's great, though. Now, I, well, because some people look down their nose at Guy Fieri, right? Because he's like... I mean, he's kind of... Kind of over the top. He needs to get rid of that 90s hair. I mean, please. it's a little much. Mark McGrath, right? Isn't that who he yeah. kind of looks like? Mm, anyway. Maybe like a bootleg version. Well, yeah. <laughs> I'm not saying a carbon copy. No. But they kind of had that like, like the generic. bleached out. Yes. I mean, a lot of guys did that in like 1997. With the sunglasses on backwards. Yeah. Let's not. 
do that on the back of his neck. You yeah. Mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Those guys. Yeah. So, so um, he's has so a store. He's, so he, you may not know this about him, but he is um, creating like food restaurant opportunities all over the place. And the only reason I know this and have firsthand experience of this is because of Carnival Cruises. So on a Carnival Cruise, if you ever take a Carnival Cruise, you need to go to Guy Fieri's Burger Bar. It is one of the best burgers I've ever had in my entire life. Great. Now, 10% of that might be the cruise ship. Okay. Right? Like, you could feed me dirt on a cruise ship, and I'd be like, oh, my God, they have the best dirt on the Carnival Cruise Ship. (laughs) Right. But, by all accounts, I'm not the only one saying that Guy Fieri Burger Bar on Carnival Cruises is like bar none, one of the best burgers. So, this is coming to MOA. So, this is coming to MOA, and it's his chicken. So, Mm. if he does to chicken what he does to burgers on Carnival Cruise, and also, they now have, um, and I get to try this out in... April, when we go on our next Carnival cruise, he's also got a, a barbecue place on the cruise ship. Oh. So, so he's like in it to win it. And it's not just like an afterthought. You know, a lot of celebrities sometimes are yeah, kind of just like... Kenny Rogers just Roasters. Let me put my name. What right. is it? Kenny Rogers Roaster. <laughs> Kenny Rogers Roasters was a restaurant for a while. I really? don't even know if they still have them. I don't think they do, but yeah. But yeah, they just slap their name mm-hmm. on it. You know, yeah. Well, that's exciting for MOA. So this should be all here by summer. You think? Um, it doesn't say. It just says okay. in, well, the coming year. All right, great. So sometime this year, I would assume the oh. M M&M and M one is going to be sooner rather than later because, of course, I don't think they'd put it in the Star Tribute if it's going to be that far away. Right, right, right. All right. When we come back here on the uh, Jason and Alexis show, that's where we are right yeah. now. Yeah, it's six. It's six twelve. Uh, bringing you into your morning. When we come back, Dawn's going to tell us about James Corden. Turns out he's not driving, and we'll <laughs> find out why. Karaoke. Yeah. When we come back right here on my talk one zero seven one. Jason, do you know what a registered dietitian is? Um, do you mean like Richard Simmons? No, he doesn't even talk to people anymore. <laughs> I am talking about a person who knows what to eat because 80% of losing weight is your diet. It is. It really is. And before I went to Livia, I used to eat macaroni and cheese, okay. English muffins, okay. some nerds maybe for dinner, oh, and then about- Is this all dinner? Or are we talking all <laughs> no, dinner No, that's here? all breakfast, that's, okay? Oh, this is breakfast. Yes, okay. yes. So I lost some weight on Livia. It used to be Metafast, by the way, and they put a program together for you, so it makes it really easy. You lose weight, and then you keep the weight off. And I see. I love this because they take the thinking out of it. You know, I they get the program for you. I love this. Yes, and they sit with you each week and they troubleshoot what could be coming up next for you. Ten convenient locations in Minnesota and Wisconsin. Join Livia's eight-week challenge and receive your first eight weeks free when you mention my talk. Livia.com. Well, everybody's freaking out about James Corden not driving his own car during carpool karaoke, and Dawn has all the latest, and she's going to give us the what's what in just a moment here on Jason and Alexis in the morning. Good morning. It's Friday, January 24th, 2020. It just sounds so official. 19 minutes after the hour, I'm Bradley Trainer in for Jason, along with Dawn, Kenny, Rob, everybody making your Friday that much more delightful. Mm. Dawn. Yes. Let's talk about... James Corden, because there was some video that came out, I think, that made everybody go, wait a minute, Uh he doesn't drive his own car. Yes, there's an account called Pop Crave, and a viral video was posted there. It's just somebody taking a picture of um, the rigging. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien 
Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world, and the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms, and you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Mm-hmm. That is carpool karaoke, meaning that the truck he's driving in, it might be his own actual car, and that's fine, but it's being pulled by another car. Kind yeah. of like when you tow, a car, it's a tow yeah. system. So he's not actually moving the vehicle. And this doesn't necessarily shock me or surprise me. I mean, it's all smoke and mirrors. It's yeah. Hollywood. They want to make you feel in like Hollywood. in Hollywood, nothing, nothing is, is real. real. And everyone, everyone smokes. smokes, yes. And no one eats. Can I add no that? One, yeah, <laughs> dot, dot, dot. Okay, so um, he is not actually maneuvering through the streets of Los Angeles in his own vehicle. He is pretending to drive. Um, this is, doesn't surprise me at all. No. But just to say, like, well, why would they do that? Why wouldn't you just do it? Driving in L.A. is... <laughs> pretty stressful i don't know if you've ever done it i'm so glad that i don't live there because it's you know i mean it it can be pretty stressful so there's no way they would put james corden just for the mere fact that he's doing his job and putting him in a position where he's having to drive in the streets of la it's just not safe for him to focus. he wouldn't be able to focus on I mean, there are people cutting you off all the time. I mean, it would just be a mess. Yeah. Editing. I I don't think anybody really, truly cares. And I bet there were maybe four people out there like, oh, my God. (laughs) And those four people are going to have a rude awakening when they meet the rest of the world that we live in. Right. Because they're going to think to themselves, um, you know, wait a minute. There are a bunch of other things that aren't aren't as they seem. And I don't want to name them. But um, so they have cameras in the car. They have special rigging, I'm sure, on the, the outside. The one thing I was going to say is, I think at some point he was actually driving, right? Like in the beginning he would drive. I don't, I think when it was just sort of the little viral thing, because originally it was just like YouTube videos, wasn't it? Or before YouTube, like this was just like a small little thing. And well, it it wasn't the sort of, you know, gigantic viral hit right? that it's become. Like its own show, okay, right? Because they actually air these as separate, mm-hmm. separate shows. Yeah, yeah. I, anyway, I think that there have been times when he has been behind the wheel. So, I mean, you know, again, it's possible, sure. But to your point, now, like, if you want to have Madonna in the car with you and you want to drive through L.A., that's just not happening. No way. Yeah. And plus, people are probably stopping. It's extra dangerous for them because people are, I'm sure, pulling up alongside of them. You know, everybody in L.A. knows that this is he's not actually driving. Yeah. But, uh, you know, it's probably imagine if he really was in the car driving Mm -hmm. and Madonna is in the car. People are going to be pulling up next to them, trying to take pictures. It would have been extra dangerous. So I totally get this. So how do you recover from this? I think you. Oh, that's a good question. You've got to own it. Yeah. So I feel like in the next episode, they're just, you know, Corden. Can he play a guitar? Can he play drums? 
Yeah, just like totally he, hands free everything. Absolutely, yeah. like just strumming a guitar and singing. Like he's in the back seat. <laughs> yes, yeah. yes. Like he's you, on the. He's you on gotta, the roof. you gotta own it. You like gotta wait a minute, and you'd have to have the person sitting next to him like, "What the what?" Wait a minute. Yeah, that would be so funny if he just no one was in the front seat. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Great idea. Kenny. No, you're absolutely right because yeah. now the next one you, you can't just not. Right. React right. to the fact because, that everybody has just called you out. Yeah, because now everybody's going to be obsessed with it. Yeah. Is he really steering that? Why is he, you know, and, He's and all pretending that. to drive yeah. and maneuver and just, the streets. <laughs> just go all in, you know, have it, when a camera's following him, you know. <laughs> anywhere yes. just pull back and make it look yes. like everything is fake yes. like he's not actually yes. walking he's on a yes. treadmill <laughs> it'd be better yet if they did the old school studio thing remember in the in the 40s and 30s when they did a car scene it'd just be two people sitting in a car not moving yeah and then the scenery was moving yeah <laughs> oh absolutely oh God, totally. or like a flintstones episode where you pass the same house five yeah. million times <laughs> the same background <laughs> keeps yeah, when, coming back when fred's Driving, yes. self-driving carpool karaoke. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Like, wait a minute! I didn't think we had self-driving cars yet. Oh, but we do. Oh, we do. They could have a lot of fun with this. I think they probably. I mean, come on, it's Hollywood, right? They're you, kn- do you know it. what I also noticed is on this uh, pop crave is the Twitter that I'm looking at here. Yeah, they have 396 thousand followers. The first thing is something we're going to be doing uh, and talking about later on in the show in the oh, seven God. o'clock hour. I'm so excited to talk about this. You guys, they also have the video of Julianne Huff. Julianne Huff basically getting an exorcism at Davos, <laughs> the World Economic Forum. I know all of those words together don't make sense to you, and nor should they, because why would you use them in a sentence? But Julianne Huff, the actress, the dancer. I can see it from here. It looks lurid. It's bizarre. We'll be talking about that in the It setup. sounds really bad. Like, you, when you hear the audio, oof. All right, <laughs> when we come back here on Jason and Alexis, oh, an entire city of 11 million people has essentially been shut off from the outside world. We'll tell you why when we come back right here on My Talk 1071. China says 26 people have died from this coronavirus that everybody's been talking about. And we've got some interesting um, developments in that particular story. And we thought we'd finally talk about it because it is probably the biggest news story of the week worldwide. Absolutely. Good morning. And it's not above us, you guys. We do talk pop culture and entertainment, but uh, we're also just fascinated by this story. And I'm sure you've been gripped as well. Good morning, Jason and Alexis here on My Talk 1071. I'm Bradley Trainer along with Dawn this morning. Hello. Kenny and Rob. And Kenny, really quickly, I'm sorry to put you on the spot, but um our roads seeming like they're better than they were yesterday. I know yesterday we had a lot of stuff and I yeah. got a little concerned when I stepped out of the house this morning that it might be a little a little icy. Yeah, the roads are definitely a lot better. There are you know, some wet and moist roads and, oh no don't say more. <laughs> and uh the biggest problem i think we'll encounter this morning is refreeze like you said you know the parking lots and everything sidewalks are pretty slippery so uh, that could translate to the uh freeways and we we have had a couple of rollovers but certainly uh, nothing too serious as of yet uh, the okay. big the big thing going is that semi-truck rollover in woodbury uh a guy uh pulling an uh oil tanker Took the northbound 494 exit to Tamrac and somehow rolled it over. Oh, wow. And oh, my God. Yeah, it's going to take the rest of the morning to 
mop up. I don't want to be anywhere near an oil tanker overturning. Thank no you. way. I think oh it's just gosh. thick sludge. I, I don't think mm-hmm. there's a, a fire hazard, but what a mess. Oh my yeah. Gosh. yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, thank you for that update, and we will always keep you updated here on My Talk 1071. But we're also going to talk about some updates regarding this other story. This, you know, if the traffic is the biggest thing that we're going to worry about today, imagine if you were in the city of Wuhan, China, 11 million people essentially on lockdown because of what is uh, called a coronavirus. A strain of this particular virus is uh, swiftly spreading across China and and actually has made it to our shores in two uh, confirmed cases. Dawn, I know you and I um, and probably a lot of other people around the world were just fascinated by watching the social media coverage of this particular story. Yes, so uh, 26 people have died and... I guess confirmed cases in the country rose to 830. Um, and to shut down a city, you know, I wasn't familiar with Wuhan before this. Yeah. And so I looked it up and I'm like, oh, okay. You have no idea. You're thinking, how many people are there? 250,000? No. 11 million. million. Uh, so they've shut that city down, meaning people cannot board trains to yeah. leave Wuhan. They cannot fly out of Wuhan. They cannot drive. There are armed guards well, making that was, sure they don't leave. That was the video we saw yesterday, I think, or the day before, maybe mm-hmm. and all the days run together, where you saw these armed uh, police officials wearing masks standing in front of the train station blocking the entrances mm-hmm. and then i've seen videos of um, emergency vehicles shutting off freeway entrances into the city and then <clears throat> video of you know um uh, retail store shelves just being empty grocery store shelves being empty uh, because everybody in town wants to quick get as much food and stockpile because they don't know how long they're going to be uh, lockdown. And it's not just that city. In fact, there have been additional cities throughout China. I know another city that was like 6 million people. Like, they got a lot of big cities over there. Yeah. I know that sounds dumb, but no, like, I you mean, don't realize just... how, you know, how many people we're actually dealing with. Right. So, Minneapolis, St. Paul, I think there are around 3 million people in, in this, our metro. In our metro. I believe it's around like 3.5 million. Um, so, in the Twin Cities. So, just think about that. Uh, you're talking about uh, four times the amount of people. Just take four yeah, three point two million, right? Yeah. Uh, so four times the amount of people. It's insane in this area. I mean, it's essentially four our times. state, right? Right, like the entire state. Imagine the entire state of Minnesota, and things will get real weird, don't you think? I mean, um, we'll we'll talk maybe some more about these specifics and why they're de- why this is such a, a, a troubling thing because I think people want to know like, do I need to worry about this? Yeah. The short answer is no. Um, the long answer is maybe, but you should keep your eye on the story. But in the meantime, just from like that personal perspective mm-hmm. of the story, you put yourself in the position of those people in Wuhan, like what that must be like when people start getting real paranoid right. about what could be happening. Right. Right. You worry that maybe you're not getting the full truth. Maybe there's a lot more people than they're saying being affected because they don't want you know, a bunch of people trying to get out of the city. Right. Now, multiple cases have been confirmed in Thailand, Vietnam, South Korea, and Japan. Um, so it's all over Asia. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, oh, who boy. knows? And and we are worried that they're underreporting. 
Right. Well, I will say, um, and and the numbers in those other countries is low, so it's not yeah. like you know, in, the, in here, the whole country of China right now, I think it's like eight hundred and some as of yesterday. Mm-hmm. Eight hundred and some people have been confirmed, but that you know, clearly there's probably some underreporting. Um, but it is, it is the CDC anyway says it's currently a um, there's low risk to us. So point. they haven't put a travel ban in place for us, or have they? Well, I don't think you can go to Wuhan no. right? and, a, shut and a few other places in China. And I know I read that they were redirecting people, anybody who was coming from that region of the world, they were redirecting them through like L.A. or Chicago or places where they have advanced screening technology mm-hmm. so they can make sure when you get off the plane that you're not carrying oh, something. Gee, how'd you like to be on a plane with somebody, though? Oh, my Like word. there's one guy. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh. Especially this time of year, every time you hear someone sneeze, mm-hmm. you got that coronavirus. Did you know that they're building a new thousand bed hospital? Isn't that crazy? To treat the infected, and they're going to have the facility operational by early next week. I do not Wuhan. put anything past the Chinese people and their ability to build fast. They're Can you building imagine a new hospital? Thousand bed hospital in a week. Did you have you seen the footage that's associated with the building of this hospital? No. no. I, <laughs> I have a hard time believing they're, they they go together because the footage I saw was from the national news and it was simply um, they hadn't even laid the foundation yet and it was a really big area that was that was just dirt and there were about thirty or forty backhoes on tracks they're working just working it yeah and it looked like a big sandbox a big playground and. I, I just watched this and going, well, one backhoe is moving dirt over to here, and then this backhoe is picking that dirt and moving it over to there, and it just seemed really... Yeah, really, like how are they going to do this in a week? Yeah, it was the weirdest thing I've ever seen. Uh, I've got the TV on in here. If it comes up, you should pay attention to it because it's really weird looking. It's it's not the way we normally see traditional construction in the building of buildings. So that made me wonder, is this going to be like a mash unit hospital? Oh, sure. Plywood Maybe. walls and canvas, you know, I, I don't ceilings? think so. I mean, think they're building a whole different facility. Yeah, for That kind of worries me to contain them, to keep them away from other there's, patients. There's also video of um, they were taking somebody out of the airport in a box. It just oh, looks, cr- you know, like you just have yeah, all you gotta of those make sure you know zombie movies. Watching. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And speaking of that, God, I hate to transition from this, but... There is a fabulous movie on Netflix. <laughs> you were Netflix. telling me about this yesterday. This is such a good She's movie. Like, you if you like movie. zombie movies, uh, in 2016 this came out, and it really had a lot of, I mean, it, it really sc- scores high on Rotten Tomatoes. It's called Train to Busan, and it's about an outbreak, and they basically shut off uh, all you know communication. Tra- a big thing happens, and um, it's... One of the best zombie movies I've ever seen. It's so good, and it takes place all on the train and in train stations because, much like real life now, they in this zombie movie, they've shut off everything so people can't get off the train. They can't stop at certain stops, and then you watch it roll by, and there's, oh, my gosh. And then the zombies get on the train. It's an amazing film. Again, what's it called? The train to Busan. Yeah. Um, if you're just joining us and you're wondering, what the heck are they talking That's about? That's really in poor taste that I brought that up. I just want to acknowledge that, and I apologize. No, no I think... No, I mean, I don't want to disrespect <laughs> anybody who's passed away by saying, oh, watch this. You know, it's like, mm, but... 
It is a really good movie. No, I mean, hello, this is the place. Um, (laughs) Because this actually made me think of, there's this great 1970s British TV series called The Survivors. Mm -hmm. And it's literally this story. A flu-like virus breaks out in China Mm -hmm. or somewhere in Asia and then spreads across the globe, essentially kills... Now, look, I mean, again, I'm not saying that's what's happening, obviously, Mm -hmm. but spreads across the world and kills almost like everybody. And then there's a few people left behind and it's sort of like their story. So Mm -hmm. it's like a hundred other stories we've heard of, but it's, you know, along the same. It's a great story. I don't know that we really want to see it in real time. Sure. And at this point, we're lucky enough that we don't need to worry about it there. Like I said, there have been two confirmed cases in the United States today. uh, I saw a headline about a kid. At College Station in uh, Texas, who's under, um, would, uh, not surveillance, Watch or, but like yeah. he's being quarantined uh, because he has uh, a confirmed case. Okay. <clears throat> oh, boy. So there's two. There's one in Washington and one in Texas. Now, um, did they travel anywhere? Were yeah, they? They, okay. they were people who'd been to the region. I see. Okay. Oh, boy. I'd be hopping mad tough. if I was on that plane with one of those guys. I'd just be beside myself. Oh, I mean, but what is the person supposed to do? It's not their fault. That's the thing that's sad about this. I know, but you know when somebody comes in with a cold at work and you're just like, really? You're going <laughs> to kill us all with your virus? I mean, but I've been that person. Me too. We've all been that person. I, know, I, I was kind of bitching about it before Christmas, and then I'm like, I, I came to work after I got it from yeah. other people. We all have, because it's, that's what we do. In our job, it's not easy to just call up and go, hey, Rob, can you fill in for me in a couple hours at 3 a.m.? Yeah. I mean, the poor We're guy was probably We're basically like emergency service personnel, right? Like, yeah. we have to be on we call at all times. We have to be here. Anyway, <laughs> The world us. does not go on without us. <laughs> Aren't you lucky to have? This broadcasting. They, they call us essential. Yes. Yeah. When the you know when the government shuts down, we are there. That's so funny. I'm essential. Okay. Okay. My well, mom. you got to give people their traffic advice. How are they going to get around the city? Yeah, somebody can do it. I can do it, but it's not good. I'll tell you that. But well, thank you for uh, indulging us on our rant about how important we are. Yeah. No, it's, and, uh, <laughs> when we come back, we'll tell you just why we earn our paycheck and why we should make more, in fact. Oh, <laughs> Actually, you know what we are going to talk about? This is the best story of the day. Okay, it's not that. There are a lot of good stories yeah, today. Yeah. Dawn has this story about they found, they were able to, 3D printers are just the most amazing thing. Yeah. They have been able to create things, works of wonder. And the work of wonder Dawn is going to tell us about when we come back involves the esophagus, the voice box of a 3,000-year-old mummy. We'll be right back. Do you ever want to hear what a 3,000-year-old mummy sounds like? Just listen to Madonna's latest album. Oh, my Nobody? God. Nobody? Wow, that's please. good. Oh, please. <laughs> good morning, and welcome back to Jason and Alexis in the morning. I think I just earned my paycheck for the week with that yeah, one. Jamie's going to be mad at you, though, Why? the price of that, because he oh, loves Madonna, that, doesn't he? He ain't listening. It's too early. Oh, okay. Actually, he's at the gym, I think. <laughs> Uh, anyway, good morning. You're listening to Jason and Alexis in the morning. I'm Bradley, along with Duan. Hello. And um, <laughs> we do have the ability to hear what a 3,000-year-old mummy sounds like, thanks to Dawn. That's right. Um, I'm always reading scientific, you know, like, ooh, science says, look what they're doing in research, you know. It's not always about the latest trial with Lori Laughlin. Yeah. Or Lachlan, however you want yeah. to say it. All right, so... Um, 
scientists have done something pretty amazing. They've taken a 3,000-year-old mummy. Uh, because the, of mummification, some of the soft tissue is still left within the uh, throat cavity. of this, this throat cavity of this mummy. So what they've done is they have taken, they scanned the mummy, and then they 3D printed basically a throat of this mummy with vocal cords and they were able to recreate at least a sound of what this particular mummy sounded like and its voice which is so strange it, uh, it's not going to speak and go hello bradley I, I, <laughs> i'm going to tell you right now Egypt. i'm, I'm going to tell you right now <laughs> this is the biggest letdown of my morning i know but but i think it's the most fascinating story ever because 3d printers are really Amazing. It's like Star Trek level technology as far as I'm concerned. It is. The fact that you can recreate the larynx or esophagus or whatever part of the throat right. voice box um, from a 3,000 year old mummy and then create some kind of noise out of it. That's right. fascinating. Do we know anything about the mummy in question? Well, that's a very good question here. Like, was uh, this, you know, Ramesses, the 34th, or Tutmosis, the 26th? Yes, uh, this, he has a name. Uh, he was found, his name is Nesimun. Nesimun. Nesiamun. Uh, he was an Egyptian priest who sang and chanted words of worship oh. at the Karnak Temple in Thebes. Oh, I've always okay. wanted to go to Karnak. Well, um, you can go to Karnak right now when <gasps> you hear the sound of this mummy's voice. Let's listen. That's it? That's- <laughs> Rob's response was my reaction <laughs> exactly this morning. Yeah. One more time, here's a 3,000-year-old mummy. Yeah. So, <laughs> I just a very, you know, for a guy who hey. sang a lot, I mean, it's kind of lame. But it is, but guys, <laughs> come on. I mean, this is... Uh, it, That's the best you can you do. Would you rather it say, like, you've opened my tomb and now you're cursed? <laughs> yeah. You know? I don't know, like, bust out a chorus of, <laughs> like, singing in the rain. This is just the beginnings of this. It's just incredible that they recreated this exact mummies you are I'm absolutely to right really sell you on no this. i want you to sell me because okay. I, I i get i appreciate the scientific you know amazingness i'm just like it's why couldn't you come up with something a little bit more intense than let's get to the real clip here though that we want okay wait this is not the real reason you showed up okay so i give bradley this story which i'm fascinated by and he goes but you have you ever heard the voice of a Neanderthal or Neanderthal, like we all like to call them. Um, so, where does this clip? So come there was from? a there's a BBC documentary <laughs> called Neanderthal: The Rebirth, and it's alleging to have come up with the sound of what a Neanderthal sounded like. You know, the the big, big headed oafish. You know, often uh, we would think it would be like, "Hey, come here, woman." Yeah, I'm a Neanderthal. <laughs> Let me guess. It sounds like. Hi, I'm Kenny, and this is your traffic. Uh, not hardly. This, this, in this clip, this woman is a scientist, and she's coaching this guy, this actor or whoever it is, to. Okay, just listen. You, okay, You're so yeah, love this. you have to listen. But you, but thank you for setting Don't the stage. Don't take a drink of your coffee right now. It literally is a woman coaching a guy through how to talk like a Neanderthal. It's great. Let's try male human voice. Count over three. One, two, three. Just pitch up your voice. One, two, three. Let's just add a bit of nasal now. One, two, three. Now, the other thing that would be happening, which would actually increase that quality, is a very heavy skull 
that seems to pull down into the throat there. Now speak. One, two, three! Now let's make a sound. Just let's make a huge R. I'm like a Monty Python. I know, that's exactly what Don said. It's like it's straight out of Monty Python. It's just two, three! And to see the look in the guy's face as he's following her instructions. Oh, he's taking it so earnestly. It's the best thing ever. I gotta put it on Twitter. Put that on Twitter because he is so earnest. He's like, you know, she's like, one, two, three. Pitch up your voice. Was he being pranked? I, you kind of feel like he was, right? Like she goes off camera is like, well. I, I cried this morning. I got heard those that. It was a wounds. nice hearty cry laugh that I went into. Oh, my God. Can that's we listen great. to it again? Yeah, please, I mean, why not? Why so, not? again, just to set the stage, we learned what a mummy sounds like from 3,000 years ago. <laughs> that's all, right? Yeah. Then <laughs> that reminded me of uh, this wonderful moment when we learned what a Neanderthal is supposed to sound like. <laughs> Oh, goodness, that's, um, that's very interesting. <laughs> and it's very squat. So, Elliot, let's try. Man, <laughs> just pitch up your voice. One, two, three. Now, we might have an idea. We might have an idea that a... <laughs> what? <laughs> no, but that might be, that might be very Shut useful, up. but it gets even more complex. Wow. Let's just add a bit of nasal now. Yeah. <laughs> now speak. One, two, three. Now the other thing that would be happening, which would actually increase that quality, is a very heavy skull that seems to pull down do you into the throat there. You... <laughs> oh, somebody's had a good, good time editing oh. that. Oh. Oh God. Oh, my God. The guy takes direction very well, though. Yeah. How is she not even smiling? Yeah. That's the thing, is that she's very serious. That's, you know, how she's, you know, she's <clears throat> committed to her craft. My gosh. Also, fantastic. I just feel like there's no way you can make yourself sound like a Neanderthal because they didn't have the same One, DNA. One, two, three. Humans. <laughs> you can just see. Now you want them to cut to the Monty Python sketch. Of the Neanderthals out, it's you know, the on, in the knee. field, <laughs> talking. Hello, how are you? Hot day, isn't it? Oh my gosh, that's fantastic! I just love it so much. Oh, okay, are you putting that on Twitter? I'm trying to. I'm on a different computer, so none of my passwords are in here. Well, we'll it's do it so in the break. frustrating. <laughs> I'm mad. When we come back, <laughs> I'll have your traffic. <laughs> Any the traffic Kenny. Neanderthal. Tall. <laughs> yes, tall. Yeah. Oh, the, excuse me, the, it's tall. The, the, the Neanderthals couldn't pronounce H's, so <laughs> yeah, it's <that's>... tall. <laughs> All right, when we come back, it's Thomas Markle, Neanderthal of his own, uh, talking <laughs> yes. about the times that he lied about Meghan Markle. Mm. All in an attempt to make Meghan Markle look even bitchier than he thinks she already is. Right. Which is awesome, because that's her dad. <laughs> okay, we'll get to that and a lot more when we return. Right here! On my top, top. It's a beautiful day.